Hey there, Missy's not feeling too well, so I'm going to be reading the script that I wrote for her to read. So I apologise for my voice in advance. G'day, and welcome to another quick spoiler-free review, where we tell you the information you need without telling you anything at all. Missy here, I personally... Ah, oh, fuck, that's her part. Um, Missy here, I personally watched Kane play this game, but since I didn't play, I'm recounting Kane's review to you all, in his words. Enjoy! Move over MCU's Kevin Feige? Let's take a look at the man that brought us the most ambitious crossover in media history. I've heard the name Tetsuya Nomura thrown around in the gaming world many times, but like most people, didn't think much about it. But I've been looking at this man's work for years. He's the character designer for such high-profile games like Parasite Eve and The Bouncer. I'm not even joking, I fucking love The Bouncer. And some smaller stuff like Final Fantasy VII and most of the Final Fantasy series. Kingdom Hearts was actually his director's debut, and a fun fact, this game was literally pitched in an elevator when Square and Disney previously worked in the same building in Japan. What a fucking convoluted elevator ride that must have been. Disney, wait up! Oh, hi Square! What floor? Oh, why'd you click all of them? I have an idea. Where to start with Kingdom Hearts? That's a serious question. When you have to look up which one to play first, because there are 10 games remastered and shoved into 10 di different collections, released over 10 systems, you know you're in for a treat. In Kingdom Hearts, you've got a few original characters who look like good guy dolls, <coughs> Chucky, Final Fantasy characters who look like taller but still creepier good guy dolls, and Disney characters who look straight up like soulless dolls. If they just got rid of the bags under these kids' eyes and the original Sonic movie te trailer teeth, they would look fine. Once you learn to live with the constant fear, you can enjoy the fairly clean art design. The characters are unique and stand out from one another. Some of the animations are pretty impressive for the time, especially the bigger boss fights and the cutscenes. Beautiful. But like older games, the transitions can be just like the voice acting and audio sometimes. It's stunted, jarring, and can make you feel like your brain is skipping a beat. Though it is impressive that they got some of the original voice actors to reprise their roles and some smaller star power, what's really impressive is they got the Phantom himself, Mr. Billy Zane! Yeah! Sorry, I got a little bit enthusiastic about Billy Zane. More enthusiasm in that than in most of the voice acting in this game. Oof! There were multiple songs from the Disney movies, which is a fun little touch. However, hearing the snippet of the same song repeated itself every 20 seconds had my wife giving me excessive encouragement to finish the level faster. She even googled walkthroughs and advice to help when I got stuck. To this day, the popular Disney movie songs trigger a rage in her so terrifying that I dare not watch any of the classic films while she is home. This is only a slight exaggeration. Wife be angry, yo. Alright, she put that in. What the fuck? Controlling the camera in Kingdom Hearts makes all the boss fights feel like child's play. The input latency felt like the signal had to go to 2002 and back before it even registered, which is fine for a turn-based game, but this game has a turn-based hub with real-time action. Cross that with 3D platforming and mini-games, and what my god. What beautiful chaos it is. I couldn't spoil the story even if I wanted to. All you need to know is you go on an adventure with Final Fantasy and Disney characters, and it's confusing. If that isn't enough to get you interested, I don't know what is. 
I went into Kingdom Hearts hearing about how weird it was and how passionate the fan base is. Even after all this time. I missed it when it first came out, but 17 bucks for the collection had me questioning whether I should jump in. The game is clunky and dated. It gets you walking around in circles for ages just because you didn't click an NPC's dialogue one more time to trigger an event. It also has one of the craziest difficulty spikes I've ever experienced in a game before. It might be the Stockholm Syndrome talking, but after 15 hours I've grown to appreciate and respect what Kingdom Hearts was for the time. I was almost willing to go back and get all the collectibles that I'd missed, but then I looked into the mirror and my dead-eyed reflection said to me, And that means, Pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. Do you really want to do this? I smiled back at me and said, let's compromise. As Commander Peter Quincy Taggart once said, No, never give up, never surrender. And now I'm starting Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Woo, let's go, baby. If you enjoyed this video, check us a like. Sub and give us some feedback. We like to be told what to do, battle. <laughs> Wink. Until next time, catch ya!